Hello, everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of Dying to Talk with Mike Perillo. I'm your host, take a wild guess, Mike Perillo. That's the beauty about starting a podcast. You can call it whatever you want. I'm very excited to share this project with you. This is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I'm very excited that I finally get to do it. Uh, my guest, our debut guest, is Ronnie Foreman, a.k.a. Metro Tapes. He's a up-and-coming and very young, very talented skateboarding and snowboarding videographer who's had his work uh, featured in Skate John Magazine and Snowboy Productions all the way out in Oregon. Uh, the future is very bright for this kid. I've known him since we were kids. I mean, maybe second or third grade, really. And uh, it's an interesting conversation. It's, it's a fun homie chat, as I like to call it. I found the most difficult thing about this podcast is doing this intro. I'm not going to lie to you. I've maybe, I'm maybe on take 10 or 11, and the last take that I did was perfect, but there's like an air conditioning going on. Uh, in the house that I'm in right now. So I had to do it over again. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Enjoy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is Ronnie Foreman, a.k.a. the very infamous Metro Tapes, a.k.a. Ronnie, what you doing? He's a videographer that specializes in skateboarding and snowboarding. Uh, videography, duh. Why else would I call him a skate slash snowboarding videographer who had his work featured in skate john and he also is a filmer for the shred foundation which is super cool we'll get into that later i go way back with this kid i grew up with him ronnie hey welcome yeah thanks dude i've been so excited for this really i've been waiting for like a week and a half why since you said it so you could just talk about yourself dude i'm ready no not even i've never been on a podcast this should be so sick Honestly, yeah, it's interesting because um, all a podcast is is just a conversation, dude. This but, year is like a year for everything. First, like this is the first time, like everything. First time, and you're the first guest. Yeah, first guest, first time on a podcast, first time being like featured in things. It's been a great year. First dude. time at my grandma's house. Yo, for, this place is so. Sick. Isn't it so cool? I'm gonna tell you, this is like my third time telling you. It, it is sick. It's dope. It's because it's got that like just this weird not weird it's like such a unique layout and i think modern architecture is just falling apart <laughs> you look at a place like this people are like wow this is so cool it's so amazing to my grandmother this is oh this is just my house it's just her crib but the archway the the little gold things Dude, on the door the like archway coming from the bedroom into this it's crazy guys this is like nothing has changed since like 1950 nope, besides so roku tv yo carlo rossi would think this oh yeah carlo so wouldn't sick. leave Carlo nah, wouldn't leave. He would stay here. He'd like buy out the lease. Yeah. So um <laughs> anyway, uh we're gonna get into basically, you know, let's talk about the beginning for you. What you are currently in college, correct? Yeah, yeah. I go to SUNY Duchess. And what do you use your major right now? Communications, Communications and media. Communications and media. And you outside of school have always been involved specifically in media with oh, yeah. uh photography and video. Video mainly being your your source of content, and um, you're always hustling, man. You're always doing, so, especially with snowboarding. Like, like you always got some edit or always something you're working on, even if it's something really silly and stupid, like us making like a pop smoke vocals only edit at the park. Dude, I'm like a that video. That shit kind of blew up, Loki. <laughs> like, <laughs> we had a lot of views, and I don't understand why. But let's um. Because it's funny because we both grew up together 
little kids in an apartment complex. We'd play on the playground together, play with fucking Nerf guns and lightsabers. But and then you'd vanish. And then years later, when we're both adults, we just like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? And <laughs> I was it, just about to say that. It, and it's but, crazy because yeah. it's almost like it just continued. It's not like we had to re-meet each other. No, no, you know? not at all. Not at all. But what was interesting to me was to learn that, like, oh, you skate and you also do video. Yeah. And you're you're into all the same stuff that I'm into. I'm like, that's so interesting that, like, all our paths, in a physical sense, veered off course because you guys moved. My family's still there. But uh, it's still, and especially through skateboarding, which is a big subject that I want I want to talk to you more about. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, dude. I I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I've known Mike for so long. It's nuts. And then for everything to come back and it's like, yo, you're in film too. What? Yeah. Like it's how? Cr- it definitely is is interesting. What where was your like start for wanting to get into film into video? Dude. Oh my gosh. There's like there's so many instances and is that the right word? Why not? It's whatever the hell you want it to be. It's your story. There's so many influences, I want to say. Like, it it really started, I want to say, it really started with Carlo's GoPro. Carlo Rossi. Like, Yo. One of my good friends. Mm-hmm. Lives down the street from when I moved um, out of the neighborhood that I lived in with Mike at the time. I was really young. Moved, met Carlo. Uh, started skating. Well, kept skating. And uh, got him into it. And then uh, he had a GoPro. Nobody wanted to film clips. They was like, yo, Ron, film this. Just whatever. And I don't know, I kind of like, it got a hold of me. And I did some research, like uh, ADHD. Just could not contain myself mm-hmm. and just deep dive into everything, dude. And then, um, I don't know, I picked up my mom's old camcorder. It just like started from there. I think it was like in eighth grade. And that's it. That's like, that's really the start of it. And then it just spiraled into like, me being broke no i mean hey and we all that's why we're on this podcast and not at the top of rockefeller center but we're gonna get there so you would definitely say that um which gopro was it was the like because they just recently started having screens so back then nothing yeah you, you just had it. a guess you got it <laughs> and, and go home and plug it in and be like oh fuck we didn't get it no so what we were doing was we were super into longboarding like we used to compete we used to go to like downhill races and for us it was easy it was like just strap it on our helmet or get the body suit on or like the you know the vest the selfie stick just like nah never the selfie stick because we needed both hands we had pucks for sliding to like speed check Mm. dude we were menaces we were like 13 14 i don't know how my mom let me do that and go compete too yeah i know your mom like you know not super well but like i know how she is and the fact that she did let you do shit like that <laughs> when she like during the skate fellas premiere she was like michael you make sure he keeps his mask on he has asthma and i do not want my yeah, baby boy against i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> he's he's 18 years old he's a grown man like this was obviously years ago but um were you there for the because I, I never longboarded and i met carlo in high school but that and then he had mentioned that the two of you knew each other were you there when he blew his oh, yeah. leg? How, ugh. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, so for reference, my friend slid into a guardrail. Uh, he speed-checked, had way too much speed, and ended up just sliding, boom, straight into a guardrail. 
That was nuts. We were young. I think after that, like we just stopped, and we were just like, "Yeah, let's just do tricks." <laughs> like, just let's, let's pick skate. up our let's just pick up our skateboards again, like what we first did. Yeah, that's because we like we picked up skateboarding first, and we were like so in our own world. We were mm-hmm. like, we don't know anybody, and we were also young too. We were like twelve, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. We couldn't go on it like our parents weren't driving no. us to a skate park. We didn't even know any skate parks. The only skate park I knew of was Poughkeepsie, and I would go super early in the morning, and nobody was there. Mm. My dad would take me there. Nobody was there. And I was like, yeah, nah. I kind of just like, I didn't give up on it, but just like Carlo was like, yo, I got a longboard. I was like, sick. And we started watching videos, and we just longboarded until like high school. And then he when when longboarding like unanimously just became just, yeah uni- <laughs> like it's crazy because longboarding was a thing for a while oh yeah and then all of a sudden gone even like zoomies was like no more longboards dude it was my Get world the fuck out of here. it was my world That's I know a lot of people like that are gonna listen to this had no idea I did that yes I competed I was Metro like, tapes was a competitive longboard I was a competitive downhill racer at one point in my life. That's that wild. I, I would never. We would drive to Mass, we, Harvard, Mass, and that's where that's where you normally. Yeah, it was would called race. Central Mass. We would go. Damn, did you ever win any? Like hell no, no. I think I came like fourth. Uh, that's not bad. Top four, top five. Yeah, but I was like pre-quals. Ah, pre-heat. <laughs> it was it's like, not street league. It's like where, pre-quals. It was yeah, like top three. Got in like each heat. Gotcha. So, just like myself skateboarding influenced the career choice obviously oh 100 percent. i mean it, and it, you know it's funny that you say that like you and carlo were in your own world being young kids skateboarding in your neighborhood at the same time up the hill you guys were is doing the same thing completely different and it's so skating. funny to me because like think about the community we have now think about how many heads we know from the newberg park from milton whatever and social media is a huge thank you to that but like 100 i when we were younger and growing up. It was like, oh, there's like five kids in my whole city that skateboard. And then I go to middle school and like nobody skateboards. And then I go to high school. And I'm like, oh my God, where the fuck have all these people been? That's so exactly. interesting. But back to uh, watching all these. I mean, we would just watch skate video. I mean, you guys probably did the same thing. Yeah, watch dude. hours. Oh my God. Photosynthesis. Yeah. Like one of my yeah. favorite videos. It's weird too. Like I would watch skate videos. I watched Baker 3. I watched Photosynthesis. I watched Fully Flared. But like, fully flared's the best. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna get into that later if you ask about cameras. Fully flared oh, is like whoa. I absolutely will. I will get into that. But um, so from there you were like, I want to be the filmer for our group. Yeah, I, yeah, I just picked it up. I think it switched. Like after longboarding, GoPro, whatever. I uh, found the camera. Uh, middle school into high school. Uh, met up with everybody else that mm. actually skates. Um. You know what's funny too? You know who plays a big role in this? He probably has no idea. Who? Good friend of mine, Kevin. Kevin Ocampo. Kevin Ocampo. He showed up to a hill that we would like race at, and it was like our like practice like race hill. Was it, it the one that's up the street? It was by New Windsor School. It was on the side of New Windsor School. It was a crazy downhill. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hooked right, right into nine W. Right into nine W. That's we, fucking dangerous. And we were pre-check. Yeah, so. We saw Kevin. He came up out of nowhere, and he was like, yo, he was like, you guys are longboarding? Like, dude, you probably go so fast. We were like, yeah. He's like, dude, I just bombed this with my skateboard. And I was like, this guy. I think after that, like, I just stopped. Like, yeah. we, and then this shit with Carlo. And then after that, we just, like, picked up skating. We were like, yo, we could hill bomb on our skateboard. And, and this then is also so, pop an ollie. so much more sketchy, and it was so much more fun. I just kept on skating after that. 
Yeah. We don't live in a very like longboarding definitely has its aesthetic. Yeah, no, totally. Like any every once in a while on your for you page, you'll see some cute girl in a bikini top doing some fucking bullshit on a longboard. Never did it. Never going did down Santa Monica Pier. I don't know L.A. <laughs> like that at all. But it's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. It's like, you motherfucker, do that shit on River Road, bro. You better, <laughs> better eat shit. Um, so what was your first camera? Yo, it was, I don't even know. Samsung apparently made Hi8 cameras. It was really? a Samsung Hi8 camcorder. Dude, yeah. We're going to have to have my producer pull that up. A Hi8 Samsung. A Hi8 Samsung, like, Camcorder. And what would you record like other than lo- like you just made mainly did the skateboarding and the longboarding stuff? Yeah, so longboarding done. Skateboarding high school met up with everybody mm-hmm. that I uh, just found out that skated um, either from meeting them slowly from Poughkeepsie Park and then jumping the fence at Newburgh Park. Ah, yeah, yeah. Once the Newburgh, once the park here opened up, yeah. It just, woof, everyone flocked Everybody, to it. it. It really was like a big bang, kind of. It was an eye-opener. It was 100%. like, holy, like. I mean, shit, that's how I got started. Like, my first film. Yeah. It was because I knew everybody. And it was, it's funny, like, my first camera was my dad's Panasonic camcorder, which quickly broke. Um, But we, what really was interesting to me before the escape, because my thing was, uh, Watching home videos, I'm like, this is just so interesting. Like, we're just watching somebody's life. <laughs> like, you don't even need... The crazy thing is, like, I've watched, like, other people's home videos, like, when they ask us to, like, digitize them or whatever. Or just, like, friends... If I'm at, like, a family function at somebody's house and they put them on. It's like, it doesn't matter who these people are. Like, the way the past was captured and it just goes, I'm like, damn, that is so interesting. And especially last year when you and I were... Uh, digitalizing all of my family's home yes. videos. I'm like, yo, this is so crazy. Yeah. This is the craziest thing. Dude, I me. just, I watched like six years of Mike's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before he was born and after he was yo, born. We, Every family vacation, <laughs> I have watched Mike's like entire like first six years of uh, life. I made Ronnie sit through all that while we, for those of you who don't, I mean, would you like to break down the process of how simple it is to, Oh yeah, anybody could do it Put, with twenty bucks. Yeah, all you need is the tape head. You thing, need a right? capture card. You need uh, what are they? RCA cables. You need like just yellow, white, yeah, R- red cables, RCA cables, uh-huh. and it plug. The it looks like a flash drive goes into your computer. You download a free software called OBS. You press video capture. You rewind the tape, and you are essentially screen recording the camera. Yeah, and People caught on to that, and I want to say from, like, 2018 to now, dude, it's so saturated. How many people realize, like, holy, I can record on VHS again? I yeah. mean, I, I was one of them, but, like... No, VHS, <laughs> VHS is definitely cool. I No, it's dope. My thing it's that so drives me crazy too. is the VHS app on your phone. Yo, I had that I'm app like, for a bit. I'm like, stop, what are you doing? I had that app for a bit. I mean, I but also it. at the same time, I don't really give a shit. Do what you want to do. <laughs> um, you know, my first camera... After my dad's was a GoPro as well, but that shit had the screen, so I could play it back. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know? had the dope GoPro. I had the dope GoPro because I had saved up, saved up my pennies. Top of the line. It's so funny because when I was when we were gonna make skate fellas, I was like, we'll just film it on a GoPro, having absolutely no clue that a GoPro's battery life will last thirty minutes, <laughs> and you can get maybe five clips. Dude. I mean, it served its purpose definitely, but um, 
the were there any like particular i know it, it's weird because in like especially with filmers and and skating there's not a lot of names because there, a lot of them are just like there's a list of names obviously but was there anybody that stuck out to you or was there like a specific brand that had a particular style because like you mentioned fully flare like lakai and girl chocolate like they all had their own style because they were all kind of sister companies of each other Mm -hmm. and especially with spike jones like what he did yeah right and fully flared spike jones greg hunt greg hunt all those dudes beagle yeah beagle too don't forget spanish mike that's the only one i can think of now (laughs) that's the only person i can name now dude i wasn't really like it was weird i wasn't really studying skaters or the filmers like that i was more of studying look if that makes sense no yeah, yeah i was always obsessed with proper um angles shit not angles proper composition that's composition. the word proper composition i always realized has like i can catch on to it so fast mm. and it just it blows my mind it is like the most exciting thing if something just looks right and yep it's composition there is composition in skateboard filming absolutely there is absolutely absolutely there is really whack composition and there's really well put skate videos with great composition that goes with fisheye too yeah fisheye is where it gets scary for me because i'm like damn this shit wide as hell there is um are you a fan of filming the feet because i think that Filming the feet. Dude, like, I do. I do. I, I personally, when I ask somebody at the park, like, yo, clip this for me, and they film my feet, I'm like, yo, what the fuck did you just do? Like, <laughs> I, now I'm not going to land it again. It's uh, that, dude, on iPhone, it's a little different. Because iPhone, I mean, you can get everything. It's vertical. Exactly. Why would you, like, iPhone filming is, I mean, that's just for park clips. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, no, yeah, because, like, I've watched every edit you've made. You always send me an ask for notes. And I'm always like, damn, this is mad interesting. I always think your song choices are really like interesting really interesting that's all to my dad dude your dad just like my music taste is all for my dad even the edm shit house music yeah his boys were into it and that's how i caught on to it his boys like but never like hard i wasn't really like super into hard edm Mm -hmm. uh, unless like if you count dead mouse as that but like dead mouse was like not just name drop dead mouse dude dead mouse was like a pioneer of like dance music in the 2010s that was like no absolutely that was my shit why is he not in fortnite yeah <laughs> put him in there get the next event should be dead mouse when did you start like because obviously the tricky part about being a skateboarding specific filmer or snowboarding is you need people to film it's different for myself like i was filming other things before skateboarding although skateboarding was always an easy thing to pick up and record because growing up skating with nick Churko. And Danny Lewis and Jake, like all the Knox heads, like oh, yeah. if somebody if they needed somebody to film, it's always going to be me because I would never try what they were <laughs> trying because I was too heavy and I couldn't even ollie yet. So I would be like, oh yeah, I'll pick up, I'll do it. Why not? Because like for me, just to be involved in that is cool. And my brother would always be like, you should be the guy skating, not the guy recording. It's just like everyone has what everyone says. That's everybody says that obviously I would love to be Nigel. I would love to feeble a handrail. I fucking can't do that. <laughs> so, um, I was, I was just like, well, we're not going to get to see this amazing trick unless somebody's hitting that button. And I don't, again, too, who gives a shit? It's a 
at the time we were posting clips on Facebook. Yeah. And it's funny because I get <laughs> I get the memories. They'll be like 10 years ago today, and it'll be the most fucked up, like pixelated clip of Nick Cherko doing a board slide on an element rail. And we're like, yeah, yeah. woo! Yeah. Like, like we thought that was the shit. <laughs> Dude, we were all on kids. like an Asus, like smartphone that like nobody not knew even. that Asus even like made smartphones. Dude, not even. <laughs> this shit was off of the, Terrible. the, the Motorola droid. <laughs> like my old phone I used to film clips on literally and you turn it on droid yo like, and that the crazy animations yeah wait till that comes back that's gonna be a that's trend that's gonna come soon. back absolutely it's I gonna become a trend soon I 100% believe that vintage cell phones will become a trend there's what? already people doing it out that the old headphones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people are like trading in their airpods for like wired, wired, headphones. Yeah, wired headphones personally I will never go back to wired. You know what's crazy? Other I, than the ones I'm wearing right now. The coolest trend I think that's coming back. What is it? The, like the Fritigo Air Aero like uh, graphic style is coming back. Yeah. The sh- that Apple came up with like when they first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super glossy. Everything is embossed. Uh-huh. Saturated blues, greens. The best way, best way to put it is the what is that Windows three background. Yeah. Green grass, blue. Blue sky. That's that, a real place. That's going to come back. That's a real place. I know it is. I just learned that very recently. Isn't that, it's in California. Uh-huh. It's in like Northern California. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to you have my producer pull that one up. You could drive past it. You could drive. Right it's now? like on the side of a highway. Where do we go? Yeah, to, let's fly. Is it on Beacon Main Street? Can we yeah. just go over there? <laughs> Can we go? Dude, um, you could see it from s- Bank Square's uh, patio. Yo, fire. Uh, <laughs> so, when... Did you start to think like as you obviously as you got older you're like I want to keep doing I mean when you graduated high school and we're considering college what we were like I still want to do this because obviously you're very passionate about it you you're mm-hmm. known for it like number one so was it like how how do because it is tricky trying to figure out well all I'm doing is filming skateboarding and snowboarding but I'm also filming skateboarding snowboarding mm-hmm. and it is especially snowboarding extremely difficult to fly down a mountain with a giant camera yeah and make sure the person that's doing a 720 is in frame the whole time dude i'll be so honest filming snowboarding is so recent really i want to say it's i've only been doing it like four years and i'll be so real that you brought that up if it wasn't for the shred foundation uh, and snowboarding, even mm-hmm. though snowboarding is so new to me still, um, I would never consider like film as an option. Really? I feel like Shred really pushed it because he was the one that was like, hey, take over media for Shred. And I was like, dude, yeah. I was like, what, 17? I was like, yes, for sure. It's like, oh, this is, this is an opportunity. And it just, it, it spiraled right after that. Like I started, I, I think I want to st- I want to say I started posting on Metro tapes around like sophomore year of high school solid. Cause I was making, I was making VHS edits, um, at the park when it first opened, but mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't posting them like that. Yeah. And I, I was just having fun. I was just like, you know, like, uh, diving into it slowly, but all throughout high school, it just spiraled. And I was just like constantly putting out videos or even recording in school. When did you start working for, see, cause I didn't know that. When did you start work, uh, snowboarding? Uh, by junior year of high school. And when did you like, cause I definitely want you to talk about the shred foundation. Yeah. Like, let's just, I guess let's just go to that. How did you get connected with these people? Yo, so Danny, 
Danny Harrison came to the school. Uh, we have good family friends that know Danny. They were like, hey, this guy's trying to provide snowboarding to the Newburgh area. Mm-hmm. Like, get on that. Like, And I was like, no way. Because uh, Carlo, Carlo Rossi, and our other good friend Adam were already snowboarding. But um, they already had setups. They were buying uh, passes to Creek. They were going with the school. I never did that. Oh, you didn't do ski and snowboarding club? No, I, never I did. did it. I, I never did. did it. Yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't afford that. I I only afforded it because I, I always had a job in high school. I always had a part-time job. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I was running track. And I was such a huge waste of money because, <laughs> not to cut you off, sorry, I'll explain my side, but continue, my bad. <laughs> but, yeah, Danny showed up to the uh, to the high school, and he actually played us um, a good friend of mine now, and I'm very uh, glad I can call him a good friend, um, Johnny O'Connor. He was playing his pro part for Capita. And I was like, whoa, like this whoa. is nuts. You can do this on a snowboard. Um, j- just nuts tricks, like f- fast as shit, um, like Mach 10 onto like a down rail. Like, I don't, yeah, I've dude, seen a lot of his cl- – I've never met – I haven't met him in person, although the, the few times that you've uh, mentioned his name, I've seen him on my Instagram. He is insane. Dude, nuts. Insane. Nuts. Great dude. Yeah. But show me that. Uh, got involved with Shred, signed up immediately. Uh, by second, but dude, second year of Shred, uh, I was already like posting a bunch of stuff to my story about Shred, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to like take photos and video?" Like, he knew I mentioned like I was doing videos, or I guess he saw my Instagram at the time. I can't really tell you where that story ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember, but I'm sure he probably saw my Instagram. He was like, "Oh, this kid films." Yeah. Um, hey, take over. That's and fire. I was like, yes. That's and awesome. I've been doing it ever since. And um, through Shred, Shred Foundation, um, this year we just came back from a big event in Oregon that Snowboy Productions put on. Um, and that was awesome. I got to film that for Shred and for Snowboy. And come to find out, my video is playing at the ticket booth at Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Oh, that's dope. All through Shred, man. That's cool. All through Shred. That's I give it all cool. to Shred, man. Seriously. I just remember, it's like, damn, I haven't heard from Ronnie in a while. And then, like, I saw on your story, I was like, what the fuck? What? He's in where? What? Oregon. But watching, like, the d- <laughs> West Coast snowboarding so is different. so crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Like, they really don't got, like, East Coast has nothing on out west that's why they call it ice coast holy shit like i was watching that video and i'm like yo this dude's in a t-shirt yeah and it's sunny out Yeah, i was in a t-shirt and there's like <laughs> not a, an annoying myriad of city people all over the no. mountain it's just like an hour east of oh yeah, an man. hour east of portland and it's a glacier so there's still snow dude they close like for only a month for maintenance and then they reopen that's amazing isn't that crazy it's, you would think it's the opposite you would think the east coast because we get to uh i mean then again oregon is further or maybe it's almost pacific similar pacific northwest pacific northwest i'm trying to think what's higher north where we are or oregon I oh, feel like it's kind cool. of equal. Washington is right above it. You have the Cascades that like. So into I'm willing area. to bet for my geography fans out there that parts of New York are on the same longitude or latitude, whatever the fuck it is, as like where Oregon is. Yeah. But just off of my stupid brain. But again, too, like if you don't know, if you don't do find these things out for yourself, you just make these assumptions. Like you would think the East Coast has 
the snowboarding. But I think what ruins snowboarding, especially around here, is people from the city. And rain. And rain. And weather. Weather. You know, last season. Sucked. Was so bad. <laughs> I didn't even once, like, even add a day pass to my cart. Because I was like, yo, it sucks. It's raining. It's warm. And then if it's not raining and warm, it's ice fucking cold, but it's so dry in the atmosphere. Like, yeah. I was like, what is going on? Dude. Watching that video that you made, though, and, like, from my perspective, that was kind of, well, correct at, me if I'm wrong. At Hood, at Mount Hood. The for, video that you made. For Shred. Yeah. And Snowboy Productions. Yes. Yeah. Watching that, I was like, yo, that's, correct me if I'm wrong, that's, like, the first time you went out anywhere on your own. Yeah, that was, like, my first, like, big gig, I want to say. But even outside of gigs, like, had you ever ventured out of state by yourself? Out of state by myself? Yeah. I went to Vermont. Yeah, I would visit Vermont by myself. I have family. Okay. Have family in Burlington. But Oregon has since been the. Yeah, that was by by far, by far. Yeah, like, dude, I mean, it didn't even feel like anything crazy. Like, I would just, it all came together in like a week and a half too. Uh So like, that's what's up. I got hit up, and then a week and a half flew by, and then I was like, all right, I'm at Newark Airport, and I'm flying to Oregon and getting picked up. Your mom, I'm surprised your mom let you go. No, she was so happy, man. She was so happy. She, like, out of all, like, the local stuff I've done, yeah. and then just telling her, like, another, hey, Ma, I got another gig. Uh, it's in Oregon, and I'm getting sent out there. Uh, dude, I think I spent, like, 100 bucks. Ow. Total. See, that's funny there. because my mother. Such a blessing. It man. doesn't matter what it is. Like, with my mom, Quentin Tarantino can call me up, right, and be like, hey, I got this picture. I want you to help me make it. I'm flying you out to LA. That was a horrible fucking Tarantino impression. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to fly you out to Los Angeles, and we're going to film there for two months, and then we're going to go to Texas. My mom would be like, what are you going to – why can't you do it here? Yeah, why can't you do it here? Yeah. My, why can't you do it down the street? Why, why can't you why, – why, why, the, the New Windsor's got nice places to make a movie. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's – We got the film studio right we down We got the a film street. studio right here, like, pull up. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that – and I mean, obviously, this, the winter season is upon us. It's December, like so hype. And now you're working at Mountain Creek. Yeah, I'm gonna be working park crew. My homie Ryan hooked me up with the job. My homie, dude, snowboarding. Oh yeah, that's what's up. I can't wait for this season. Um, that's interesting. I always thought you did the ski and snowboarding program in high school. I did it Mm-mm. because I was like, yeah, why not? It's so new, dude. Um, because I didn't want to go by myself. Snowboard, skateboarding, like I could skate by myself if I wanted to. Snowboarding, I ha- like. I was always like, I got to go with somebody. I got to go with somebody. But two seasons ago when I was working at Oakley, I went every week by myself. And it was so fun. Really? The creek? Creek or Wyndham. I would go by myself. Really? Mm-hmm. No I wouldn't hit any. Because I, would, I only had Mondays off. So I would go like Monday morning at like 8 a.m. And just be on the mountain until 3, 30, 4 o'clock. Yeah. And I close. just had so much fun. And I really had to sit there and teach. Because, you know, like when we went. I was still like trying to get back into it, and because I, I lost all my like, fuck, how do I do this? Yeah, yeah. And I was on my ass like crazy <laughs> up in Wyndham. But after that, I was like, by the end of the season, I was like going off jumps. That's how far I progressed. But nothing crazy. It would be like a little hip, and I'd be like, eh, two yeah. feet in the air, Dude. Mike Perillo with a nine <laughs> backside nine hundred. Dude, the X Games. I am going on do tour, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm already there. Yeah, I'm dude. already there. That's um. Do you find skateboarding 
videography or snowboarding videography more interesting now that you do both or do you appreciate them both equally i do appreciate them both equally because i feel like there's a lot of snowboard films like i'm talking about films i've only watched in the past two years yeah um some of them are shot very nice and edited correctly and composed well they kind of feel like short films i was gonna say that i i think snowboarding films. films give they're definitely more underground, more sure. ni- not underground, but definitely more niche, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're, oh yeah, like people that don't know skateboarding, oh yeah, Tony Hawk, oh Rodney Mullen, like you talk about snowboarding, it's like Sean White, yep, dead air. <laughs> it's like I don't know snowboarding, pro- like I know snowboarding because I do it, I know the tricks because you know X, Y, and Z. SSX tricky. There's. I think what separates snowboarding from skateboarding videos, especially now, is, like, I don't remember what. I think it might have been, like, a Burton video. Maybe not Burton. It might have been, oh, my God. I can't even think of the name of the brand of the board that I have. It's Mm. like I'm drawing a blank. I will tell you this, though. I do see where I'm getting the thought of, like, more of a short film. Alp? Alp? No. Arbor? Arbor. I you was like, wow. Board? Yeah, I have an Arbor. Wow. I was like, Arbor spacing. Stone Company? Holy. I haven't heard of an Arbor. Arbor. In forever. I'm sure they still make snowboards. No, they do. Arbor used to make skateboards. Uh-huh. Um, that that used to be hype because they were like all like all special wood, whatever. Do you remember how hyped I was when I showed up with my brand new setup? I was like, <laughs> look at that. I just bought it. When we went to Wyndham? Yeah. Yeah. Fresh Wyndham. setup. Shout out Wyndham. That was the first place. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to go. I can't wait either. I'm so ready. Yeah, if the weather's, I mean, it's supposed to, I think we're probably going to have a good season this year. We should. Yeah. Everyone's talking about how bad the winter's going to be. How and, snowy it's going to be. Yeah. But that's good for us because we, yeah. where we live, there's like a an elementary school, New Windsor school, there's a little hill. Oh, yeah. So if it snows too bad and we can't drive out, we'll just like oh, yeah. trek to New Windsor school Mob and make jumps and stuff. School. That's mad fun. And all the homies pull up with no snow gear. Yeah. And in 30 minutes, yo, my feet cold. My feet cold. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But it's so fun, though, because especially with snowboarding and, and just playing out in the snow, like, yo, when you're an adult, you don't really get many chances to play in the snow unless you have kids. Because when you're when you're a little – like when I was little and we were younger, snow day, it's like, let's go outside, let's play football, let's jump around. Like, mm-hmm. it's the same environment, but now there's just snow added to it. And it, yeah. from our perspective – changes everything yeah and when you get older it's like oh it's snowing. fuck i gotta shovel my car out and go to work in two fucking hours <laughs> fuck me like especially when i was working retail and i'd be like yo it is literally blizzarding out and i have to go sell sunglasses you have to go sun- sell some sunglasses to and sell nobody would come in the store some dude that hardly speaks english yeah when that'll be its own podcast but um <laughs> yeah things like snowboarding and even things like like sle- sledding or whatever like that is always so fun to me so sick. And I appreciate so it. I mean, it's the same thing with skateboarding. A sidewalk's a sidewalk to most people. But, like, it's like, oh, that's a mani pad. I could hit that, you know. Just the – um. I think one thing, and I want to get your perspective on that, the environment that you're surrounding yourself in with skateboarding and with snowboarding is so unique and can inspire so much. And it really just gets your brain thinking in a way that, like – for us now because we've been doing it is so second nature mm-hmm. but when you, you meet somebody that doesn't know anything about it and you tell them all these things and they're like wow that's so interesting i'm like oh shit like i guess it is really interesting i always thought 
it was normal for people to see like a, a waxed ledge out on the street somewhere and go, oh, yeah, that's a skate spot. People that's are like, Why, what's all that gray stuff right there? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> that environment is awesome, and it leads to some great things. And it's so niche, too. Like, people think of skateboarding and snowboarding as these big industry monsters. They really aren't. Nah, they they're really babies. Aren't. Man, we're so we're so close with one another. I can name I can name drop like thirty close friends in the city, thirty close friends upstate. Like it's so and and each and every one of those friends knows somebody mm-hmm. that works in the industry. Yeah. It's it's that close. It's not like it's not that big. But well, that's it, how I, I met uh Matt Petricone, Petricone, Petricone. Yeah, yeah, I was working at North Face, and he, we would just start talking about snowboarding. He was like, "Yeah, I shoot for shred." I was like, "Oh, do you know Ronnie?" Yeah, I know Ronnie. I was oh, like, oh yeah, yeah small oh world. yeah, yeah. Matt's the man. Dude He's shoots cool dude. amazing photos. Yeah. yeah, speaking of like, I gotta get him on here. Shoot. Yeah, Matt Petricone. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, who else did I meet? That's like such an inspiration. It gave me uh, such great insight on shooting things and composing my images. Um, Matt for sure definitely had some inspiration. Um, Mike Yoshida, I met him out west. Uh, he was rooming in the house with us. Such a good dude, mm. and has been shooting for so long. His insight was like, "Whoa, this is nuts!" A game changer, dude. Game changer. I think the way I've been doing things in post are all because of him since mm. July. Really? Yeah, color coloring. Uh, composing, cropping, like all of it, dude. So good. It's so sick. And I don't know, this this world, I feel like they're not as scared to give off information they've learned compared to outside of it. Like if you're working in the field in general. I feel like people that work in TV, people that work in film are a lot less, what's the word? Um, open to like sharing a lot less open to yeah. sharing mm-hmm. and until you're working with them you know yeah whether than like i meet somebody dude i can meet somebody at tompkins filming some kid mm. i go up to hey you have a hvx too oh i have a hpx oh shit um this is how i do it and you can learn so much off of that you keep in touch with him he could show you a bunch of things like it's just as little as that dude and it's great i feel that's why this world is a little bit different um and I cherish it a lot because I've met some great people. That's some good. Amazing people and some great lifelong friends yeah. through this world. You have no idea. It's um yeah our the community that we build through these things, and I have noticed being like a casual skate f- filmer, skateboarder, or whatever. Um, like there's a, at least not to my knowledge. I don't think anybody like. W- that also films is like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, why is he filming like this? You should be doing it like that. It's like the whole idea is that everybody is an individual and they bring a unique version of the same thing. With the film and television industry, like, I have definitely met people that gatekeep. Not a gatekeep. The they just don't want to share their – and I always – I'm always like one of the last people that I try to not talk technical – stuff with because I've my vocabulary and you know, I know my base, you know, I know my stuff, but I'm always like, shit, I'm afraid I'm going to say something really wrong. And somebody's gonna be like, this guy's an idiot. This guy's a liar. <laughs> but no, like, yo, like, uh, Cor- uh, Corin, 
Corin, yeah. He asked me, he was oh, like, man. a while back in the summer, he was like trying to take these photos of Matt. He was like, what do you think? This is exposed, right? And I was like, like, I know it is, but like, I was like trying to explain it. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this in like, like gen- generic terms because like most of the stuff that I learned was from YouTube, was from Miles, yeah. was from yeah, college, was from uh, pr- uh, Professor Mark. Oh, man. Up at Oc. Miss um, you, Mark. I hope you're listening to this, man. He's definitely not You've listening. Taught, <laughs> <laughs> You've taught me a lot, man. Great professor. You taught us well. Great professor. Yeah, I worked on something with him not that long ago. But I'm not gonna not gonna talk about that. Uh, yeah, and I never understood why people are like that. And there could be a million reasons. There are probably a lot of people like me that maybe are afraid to talk like technical stuff because even things that I'm an uh, expert at, I still am like I really hope people don't think I'm an idiot or a weirdo. Uh, explaining this, but also too, um, if some kid like, like young Anthony at the skate park asked me for advice, 100% because who the hell are you like for the people out there that do do that? Who the hell are you to not want to share your, like at the end of the day, we're all doing a very simple thing. Yeah. And something that I've, uh, my acting teacher said, he was like, he's like, that's great that you do this, but guess what? You're not unique. Yeah. There's millions of other people that are doing it. That is true. So stop acting like you're unique. Like you might be great. That's great. But at the end of the day, a cameraman is a cameraman. (laughs) Like, but it's the individual, obviously, that will render the the, the product great, good, bad, needs Mm -hmm. improvement, whatever. Yeah. And the best thing for me is like, skateboarding somewhere is a little different because. You really need the subject and you need the camera. Mm-hmm. Film, you need a lot of hands on deck. Yeah. Yo, can I touch on that very quick? Yeah. I feel like, oh, man. Bring uh, it up a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. My bad, my bad. No, um, you're good. Yeah, because sometimes you, you're sounding like Gianni. Right yeah, am I sounding like Gianni? Yeah. Hey, Gianni, how are you? Um, I hope you're feeling better. Um, <laughs> um, Dude, I, there's, like, what you said with that kid, Anthony, I... There's so many of these kids now. Um, there's another kid. He's been reaching out to me, asking me questions. I love it when people reach out and ask me questions because, dude, I was in the same boat five years ago, not knowing a single thing and not knowing anyone to help me out. It was just like YouTube and a shit ton of Reddit forums. Reddit is a shit ton to of digging through the slap and not trying to click on a form where people are arguing over Nija's Instagram, uh, questionable Instagram posts, but gifted hater, <laughs> but I mean, we in skateboarding, if you're a filmer or a photographer, you should not worry about the numbers. Like what Mike said, um, at the end of the day, uh, you are a cameraman and you are going to be unique and, as soon as you find that, do not brag, do not boast, do not get an Don't ego. Get cocky. Do not get an ego because you are still developing. You yeah. like nobody is gonna reach their full potential, dude, in Never. this world. No. You'll die before you do, I think. I don't I don't believe there is a full potential no. because you're always gonna change. This industry is always changing mm. and it's shown that for years. There is gonna be a trend that hops on maybe tomorrow, maybe next yeah. year. And that's going to progress. I mean, you see it outside of individuals. You yeah. see 
on like the celebrity scale or like yeah. pro skateboarder scale and brands especially like yeah. they're I, I don't know like what it is sometimes people think it's like oh the ego creates like mm-hmm. I mean people always talk about like the Paul brothers like Logan and Jay oh they're <laughs> mad egotistical it's like they're making money off of being egotistical yeah. like <laughs> it's working for them sure but when I don't know like oh. and I don't want people to think Again, too, everything that we're saying on here is is subjective. So totally, don't look totally at, subjective. don't listen to myself and Ronnie saying these things and be like, oh, who are these guys to be like their perspective? Again, it's subjective. Like I could be totally fucking wrong from your perspective. Yeah. The beautiful thing about being a, a human being is that your perspective, your uh, reception to all these amazing things that are happening, which I guess is just perspective. So that's on me for not knowing two words that mean the same thing. Uh is yours Mm -hmm. so yeah like that was the biggest thing for me when i started in film i'm like why is everybody so fucking mean yeah what is good with that and that makes us that makes dying industry film specifically it's like we want to just do our own thing yeah we do not and there's i've met people that are similar to us now that it's like i'm just doing my own thing because i everybody else is just annoying or, or stupid or just yada yada and um with skateboarding especially there isn't much of that with us and I'm thankful for that. I mean, there is every once in a while, there's always some dumb bullshit drama happening, but it's like at the end of the day, yo, <laughs> none of us have a foundation with our name on it that builds skate parks across the world. Yeah. So relax at the end of the day, we are all just guys that buy pieces of wood and play on them until they break and then go buy other pieces of wood. Yeah. Like it should never be that deep. One thing that I was very grateful for, uh, when I started doing skate fellas was how much everybody wanted to be involved and how much people wanted to help out there. I never got like a, Oh yeah. man, that shit's lame. Like that's sure like, like so overwhelming. No, like, no, dude, it was perfect. Cause I was like, this is what I need. Like the I need this crew like helped out, man. Yeah. Like, everybody pitched in on that. Like people that I'm like, was barely friends with. Like I didn't really know Aiden and, and Nick like that. Really? And they were like, yeah, we'll be in it. Dude, they were so hyped to help. Are you kidding? Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was sick. just a fun, but that too, like, you know, that's where you surround yourself with the right people and you won't have to second guess anything. So like everybody that I even said this after we rap skate files, I was like, if I'm ever rich as fuck, I got everybody that was in this movie. I'll, I got you with something, bro. Like, please. I did a kickflip in that movie. It's you like did. The first, like you helped out on a couple of, I helped out in the, the in the skate, very beginning the skate shops. Yeah. And, when we, that, that our first shoot that didn't go it didn't even go through it didn't even make final cut no scene. it didn't because we that issue we it's had fun. some audio <laughs> issues you know what's funny too i was so but again too that's my first experience i was so ignorant to the fact that like oh anybody could act right yeah so wait didn't nick like delete like the audio no didn't it wasn't nick Churko, like delete the voice memos because you were i think it was something like that i think we were laughing through the iphone <laughs> i don't know i don't remember um what I do remember is though that like once it was finished, all these people were like, "Yo, that was dope." It I was. mean, again, too. So did I think I was inventing something I'd never been done before? Fuck no. Yeah. Was it stupid? Yeah, but also at the same fun. time, it was fun. It was fun, and who gives a fuck? The world was ending that summer. <laughs> the world was literally <laughs> ending that summer. Crashing, dude. So that for me was like my wake up. Like, oh, because I had always known. I lo- I always grew up around skateboarding. Snowboarding was, again, I learned in late high school. But, mm-hmm. like, 
film acting movies i was like that's what i want to do i want to do that but i just never thought i would do it yeah because it was always just a dream and the way i was taught through other people's perspective and i believe again subjective if you let other people's perspectives get to you yeah. it now becomes yours yeah and it's like a hive mind of negativity now i like i like to preach that a lot well i'm not preaching that like other people but like say that to myself like it is okay to get inspiration from others yeah but to like completely like jack it no what do you mean to like completely take it and call it your own or just like keep on like, no i'm taking meant, that inspiration is that what is no that what? i meant more like the where i was going with that was like um i wanted a career in film yeah. when, when i was in high school right and family members my girlfriend at the time were like no, that doesn't happen. You need to do something else. That's why everyone so says like, like anything. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. So then I was like, oh, yeah, this will never happen. But then, again, pandemic comes around, skateboarding. Yeah. All we were doing was skating. And then my friends from L.A. come back and wanted it. Just like it was like a perfect storm. And yeah. the moral of what we're talking about, which is why it's like, yo, if you if you're a fellow creative out there and somebody asked you a question, don't be a dick, bro. Because I've seen that. I've seen, mm -hmm. I'm not going to name drop, but very recently I was with somebody who is a very accomplished artist, mm -hmm. get like, in a very rude way, talk to another artist. Uh, I'm sorry. The other artist like kind of shunned the person that I was with like really hard. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do you guys not, do you guys know each other? No, I don't know who that is. It was the first time I was meeting him. And I'm like, damn, that one artist who just shunned the guy that I was with, that's going to burn him in the long run because wow. this dude is like, a, I'm, I can't say, I can't say the names. I signed an NDA and I'm like, all right, <laughs> uh, that's going to come back to bite you, buddy. And um, I mean, again, people have their moments, people have their days. Yeah. I'm sure there's been a plentiful amount of days where like, you know, you meet people one way and you're like, oh, fuck this person. And then you meet them again. It's like, all right. Not You're bad. not that bad. Yeah. I don't know. There I'm sure just... there's plenty of people. I mean, dude, that's my life story. People say that about me all the fucking time. <laughs> there's just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's just never ending growth, never ending knowledge that you can pick up on and just don't let it get to you. Yeah. Just let it like foster up and come up with your own side, come up with your own spin on things yeah. and just run with it, dude. And don't, don't stick with it either. Like let it, let it grow. You're playing you know? with it. it yeah. does, it's not, it, it's symbiotic. Never for settle. Sure. Never yeah. settle. It's a good segue into the, my next thing that I was going to talk about. Cause the, you know, the main gist of this podcast is for those, those people that are out there that might listen, that want to do stuff like yourself or myself mm -hmm. or other guests is that what we're saying might inspire or help them connect some pieces, mm -hmm. you know, because the biggest thing for a lot of us and a lot of people that I've talked to is that first step. You know what I mean? You go from being, again, it's not a unique story, everybody. We're, it's just our story. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it, it, there's a million neighborhoods across every state that had some kid with a video camera and a, and a skateboard. Like that, that's, we're not saying we're unique here and special, not at all. but that's the point mm -hmm. is that, Everybody, if you look hard enough, is going to have a very similar experience. And you might hear that and go, oh, shit, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe because my mom doesn't support me or this girl that I'm dating doesn't think I should do it. 
huh, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Maybe I should do it anyway. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of the idea here. Um, and I kind of forgot what my question was, but, oh, I remember. Um, on the other side of the coin with people that have been doing their work, their creative stuff, filming, audio, video, whatever. There's also something that I've encountered is like beginners who, or just people that cannot take or will not discuss like, nah, my shit's different because X, Y, and Z. My shit's different because I'm doing it like, it's like, okay, all I asked you was like, what are you shooting on? And you just gave me a four minute sentence about why, what you're doing is different. (laughs) That too is like, I don't know if that's like a defense mechanism for people like me who are afraid to talk about like tech stuff. Cause again, I'm not an expert, but, um, yeah, I never understood why people do that. I mean, maybe ignorance. I don't know. I don't like somebody does that to me and just like, I don't know. I agree with them. I just, just let them go. Let yeah. them go with it. I'll try and like, like, yeah, okay. I try and give them some tips. I don't, I try not to give my input too much if I, yeah, I only do it if people ask. Yeah, if I if I see that like they're not gonna like take my like either criticism or input correctly. Yeah. No, I just won't like I won't. But also, yeah, and the good thing too is like if I get if somebody asks me for advice or just my thoughts on something and they don't like what I said, and I'm not gonna be like, Nah, fuck you, man. I'm right. It's like okay, (laughs) like I'm I did what you asked me to do. At the end of the day, that's it. Uh skateboarding though specifically mm-hmm. all it is a, our number one hobby yeah 100% yeah i'm slowly realizing how much life lessons and everybody talks about this in skateboarding you hear it on the 9 club you <laughs> hear it on uh whatever youtube channel braille yo shout out aaron cairo never stop popping uh, fences yeah like oh yeah the barracks um it is true, though, because the amount of stuff that I've learned, the biggest thing that I've learned, especially through skateboarding, is accepting failure. How many times have you seen me freak the fuck out, smash a board, break your throw board. my trucks, and leave? Yeah, and break your truck. And then I come back with a brand new board. A brand new board in brand, 72 hours. In 72, yeah, <laughs> and in 72 hours, I'm like, all right, here we go again. Um, one thing that... I'm sure you could, and anybody that skates out there can attest to that. Like it does give us a specific set of tools that does carry over very well into the real world. And I think a lot with sports specifically, um, any athlete can attest to that. I'm so, Not just skateboarding. Dude, I'm so biased when it comes to skateboarding and what it's taught me. I seriously think it is the greatest sport in the world with the most amount of life lessons that can come out of it. I like professional wrestling a little bit more than I like skateboarding. Right. I'm just biased. <laughs> Dude. You can't stone cold stunners a skateboard. I mean, you could. You could. You Well, you can. Well, here's the reason why. You can why also I, break your ankle and then come back in a couple months and then try uh, the same trick again. You 100% and, can. And land Wrestlers it. do that all the time. Well, they break like their feet. Kurt Angle broke his neck and still won an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> That's real. That's not a gimmick. Wait, like a, like a wrestler, not a... Not a WWE. Wrestler. I'm talking about WWE wrestling. Oh, we're talking about yo. He broke his neck, bro. You don't know shit, dude. Um, I don't watch WWE. No, My I was just loves it. I was just kind of just busting your balls, but um, <laughs> I'm I of course I'm extremely biased to skateboarding. When people ask me what's harder, this or that, I'm like, 
skateboarding is like equal parts hard and equal parts like getting you to think. Yeah. So, and it, again, back to, uh, to another thing that I've learned is like your your mind is your greatest enemy. Oh, 100%. Are you kidding? And it's also your best friend. It is also your best friend. And mine is. Mine definitely is. Mine, bro, there are some days where I'm like, man, I hate myself. And there are some days I'm like, I'm the greatest person in the world. I'd marry myself right now. Yeah, no, fact. But I can't I do that. Yo, I totally would. Yeah, that's me. I know I'd probably sound like really weird, but if I know like a trick was shot nice, I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm the shit. But I'm not gonna I'm go and post that on my story. And on my and be like, I'm the shit. I'm gonna do that with my fingerboarding yeah, account. Nobody, nobody go can follow. Nobody can touch me. Uh, unfollow me if you don't mess with me. I'm not gonna. Not yeah, gonna no, go I, I mean, dude, <laughs> I've had people. I love high school shit posting. Yo, that's just, I love that too. I'll always be like, don't hit me up. I'm so done. Only my real friends know only what happened. Fr- only the real ones know me. Yeah. Yo, come to KFC. Is there any life, like, I guess not life lessons is such a corny, like, it's funny because too, the older I get, like, the corny ass phrases, like, like, oh, valuable lesson this, or uh, grass is no green. You know, those, I'm like, damn, those shits are mad corny. But now that I'm getting a little bit older, I'm like, it kind of does make a lot of sense. And I understand why so many people say these no, things, it does. but for skateboarding specifically, was there and snowboarding and just through your medium of creativity, which is videography. What have you learned the most has been essential to you as an individual outside of being an artist? Mm-hmm. Can't give up, dude. Yeah. Can't give up on anything. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you have to push through it. If you're feeling a drought, like a creative drought, or just like as an individual in general, hell no. you got to keep going. You really can't stop. You can't put anything down in this world. I was going to say you can't put like it. I usually tell people when they want to get into skating, you can't put it down. But yeah. like you can't put down anything in this world. Seriously, like you will give up so fast. You have no idea. Like, you're going to tell yourself, no, I'll get back to it. Then it's just going to be sitting there yeah. for so long. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, well, I used to skate. I used to do this. I used to do that. And yeah, no, it's definitely. And with that, like, you know, skateboard is not for everybody, but for the, for the few that do stick with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many people try everything. Mm-hmm. It's a little beauty, beautiful thing of life. And the number one advice I was always told from other people is try try everything you can and s- stick with what you like. And then yeah. you stick with what you like. Um, I mean, and some other people find other hobbies, man. Yeah. It's just a hobby at the end of the day. Exactly. But it's just burning, a piece of wood that costs $80. Yeah, and my burning passion makes me delusional enough to think that I live on that thing every day. Mm-hmm. I live on my skateboard every day. Yeah. I'm skating everywhere. And it revolves around me. And it just is fried my brain. Yeah. But some, I mean, I don't know. There's so many people that I've been friends with and has helped me grow as a skateboarder and as an individual like mm-hmm. alone have has moved on and i mean some of them will still skate every now and then um but some of them have moved away uh completely yeah. like different like career options too you know like some of them i know that moved away like wanted to be, be like wanted to be flow wanted to be in like but they're doing their own thing and i can't like nobody can judge them you know no. it's their own choice dude and we all have yeah we all have choices. We all have opportunities. You're either going to take them or you don't. And you just keep on carrying on with life in the most positive way possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be down on yourself. No egos we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, be open to things. Yeah. You know? The biggest thing for myself, and like I said, was accepting failure. Because 
I get so good at accepting failure that I can't accept success. Like when I do accomplish something, when I do do something really well. And that's where like, uh, um, everybody that I've talked to about this, like I was out at, at a bar on Friday with people from my acting class and they were just like asking me questions, getting my perspective on things. And they're like, wait, what, what do you mean? You like, don't ever like give yourself a pat on the back. It's like, I can't like, there's nothing I've done yet. That's good. And like, you know, you yeah. seem even as simple as like, okay, well obviously I haven't had my big break yet. Yeah. No shit. Not many people do. Again, I'm not gunning for that specifically. Mm-hmm. The big break to me is not going to be, a nine bedroom house and a yacht. It's going to be this internal feeling that is indescribable, but will put a smile on my face at the end of the day. Um, Being proud of your work, I think with skateboarding, absolutely with skateboarding and snowboarding specifically. uh, I mean, shit, how many times you see me battling something? I finally landed. I'm not even happy. I'm just like, Oh, whatever. Fuck. God damn it. It's like, (laughs) think about how much work you just put into all that. You just sure. Like I, I don't remember who said this to me, but very recently, I can't remember who the hell it was. It was like, if you're an artist and you're trying to draw a person sitting on a bench, Mm. right. And you fail a hundred times, which means a hundred different times you're ripping a page out of your book, balling it up, throwing it, into the garbage but on page 101 you make it perfect Mm -hmm. obviously you're going to celebrate the final image you're going to celebrate what's getting framed or what's getting sold what's getting put on your wall and nobody obviously besides yourself is going to know how many pieces of paper are sitting in the garbage but that framed picture wouldn't be there if those other hundred pieces of paper weren't where they are right there. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's fucking wild, but it's true. Like that can apply to everything. Like failure is, is more Mm -hmm. common than success. And you do people at the end of the day have to choose to fight through that or not. And I'm not saying you got to, quit your day job and try to become an actor right now. That's not what I'm saying because these things apply to everything. People will accept failure. Like as soon as it comes to, yeah, I I know people personally that just like give up so fast. And I'm just like, Whoa, like dude. Yeah. I've done it. Why? Why just give up so fast? I I think it does pile up after a while. I'm again, too. I'm not just so overwhelming. Uh, Maybe I'm just, it builds. I I I think it feel different. Yeah. As a person than, I think from my oh. perspective, it, it builds, and sometimes it's just like you need to, like again, you need to sometimes break that board and go home. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the true form of failure is not coming back with a new one. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's a perfect way to just, yeah. Put that up on my wall. Put that on a skate. Put that on a t-shirt. I put that on the new barracks, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hang it up. And again, too, I mean, I know we're, we're, I'm going to have more guests from our community again this is not a skateboarding podcast by the way for those <laughs> this no, is just like sorry this is just like what i live and breathe yeah yeah you know <laughs> and um we'll, we'll talk uh, all but all spectrum of things you know it's it's the beauty of of conversation i think the creative um, world yeah 
and again too i don't want to sound like some cornball ass like i'm not the first motherfucker out here to start a podcast about interviewing people that are artists like i know how fucking generic this sounds but to me you know the again too i'm not i'm not out here to I'm not trying to get a uh, Dollar Shave Club sponsor or Liquid Death. If it happens, that's amazing because I love Liquid, Liquid Death. Liquid I love Liquid Death. Uh-huh. Again, I'm a huge fan. If you guys want to sponsor <laughs> me, sure. But that's not what this is about, man. Like, I want people to, you know, know that it's okay, whatever you're thinking. And there are people out there that have, are going through all different sorts of stuff and mm-hmm. – they're either f- they're fighting through it one way or another. You might not know it until you have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I'm still. And again, too, Ronnie, still you're still fucking young, bro. How old are you now? Uh, about to be 21. In you're January. not. You're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm still figuring it. You're out. a fucking baby. Yeah. I'm only 24. I'm still a baby. Like adulthood and life, although we're 18, whatever, we're children until 20, 21, 18, and 19. You're you're a kid, so there is still so much. I definitely still was a kid. One hundred, dude. So is. Are you kidding me? I'm the biggest (laughs) fucking man child gone. Like you see my room, you see what I do as a hobby, like that. And again, too, there's nothing to frown upon about that. Um, As long as you fuck with it, who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Like really, who gives a shit? You do what you want to do, bada bing. But yeah, I mean, you're so you're still young. You're still in college. You didn't graduate yet. You're in your what? What semester are you in? Well, transferred, so I'm just on. Oh, you went D1? Any D1 scholarships? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big scholarship. I'm playing D3 lacrosse. No, I'm playing. D3 lacrosse at SUNY SUNY. I just know people that do it, and I was like, why? Why play D3 lacrosse? Hey, lacrosse is fun, man. some people love it. Yo, I'd love to play lacrosse. It's kind of fun. Look, this podcast is all about positivity and fighting, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever (laughs) bullshit. There's one thing thing I won't tolerate is lacrosse (laughs) slander. I never play lacrosse. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Shout out Billy. Billy played lacrosse. Oh, man. Yo, Billy surprises me. I'm going to switch this up. Billy moved to L.A. and got like two years better than me yeah in i know progression on yeah. a skateboard yeah which is nuts yeah nuts he is yep. so good it's something in the air yeah and you know what it's i was nuts. you know what i was i'm say? so proud of him you have no idea i always say to billy, billy i love you yeah billy's the man dude miles step it up no i'm kidding <laughs> uh what i always say to billy is like yeah man that's a great trick i was like i'll still beat your ass though like yeah. i don't get you can switch not you can switch flip i'll punch you the so ma- hard in dude, your fucking face. the amount of times you, t- <laughs> you tell him that you keep on telling him that, and that competitive nature, like, dude, every time me, when he was still here, it was like me, Kate, and Billy, we'll go skate dumb mm-hmm. early. And because you kept telling him that, it's just like he's always got to one-up somebody. Yeah. Always. He can't leave the sesh without doing something yeah. sick. Caden's, Caden, too, he, like, was doing his own thing for a while, and then he's like, oh, no, nah, I got to do whatever Mikey's going to do and do it better and do it first. Like, he likes yeah. to bust my balls, and I think that's so funny. <laughs> like, uh hey if anybody out there sees how bad i'm doing heel flips and want to do them better then my job is a success <laughs> uh shit what were we talking about oh i remember um individuals and how awesome people are no but i mean we're now we're getting back to you because you are the guest oh wow hey thanks for picking um, my brain dude i appreciate of course it. where do you want to go in this uh world and in this career in college well, like what what avenues are you looking down to explore? Dude, I'll be so honest. I'm still figuring it out. That's perfectly fine. I would love to work in 
skate the skate industry or the snowboard industry full time. Mm-hmm. That is such a stretch, though. It is so hard. It's so hard. It's not impossible. It it is not impossible. But what I do know, and it makes me feel better, is that there are some great scri- uh, skate filmers. Excuse me, that are also very well known DPs. Mm-hmm. In L.A., in New York, mm-hmm. very good grips. Mm-hmm. They all work in TV and film. Um, I think that's what I would like to do. As far Truthfully. as, like, so you would want to stay in media. Oh, yeah. But specifically adjacent to skateboarding and snowboarding. Adjacent to skateboarding. One of my dream jobs was always, I always wanted to be a board graphic designer. Really? I always w- would draw, because, like, I started playing with tech decks in, like, second grade. And I would always draw my own graphics on my notebook. I'd be like, <laughs> Mike Perillo board. I had a brand. The fuck was it called? I think it was called Prison Break Skateboards or something oh, like that. Or please tell me you were one of the kids that would draw like I would zombie draw, invasions. With no, stick I would draw like, like going weird like shit in cities, dude. I would do that all the time. I would That'd draw be so hard on a board. That would be. You know what I always thought would be a cool idea for a board, even though it's mad dumb. I think DGK actually did something like this. It's literally just looks like loose leaf paper and like, like, no, 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 no. When you skate it, it wears away. It peels off. It, yeah, and there's like. Who did that? I think FA did it that. It was something like that. I don't know, but they I owe me money because that was that my well. idea. I'm willing to bet somebody. Sometimes I'll like, again, too, but nobody is unique. You'd be surprised how many people have the same experience and, and thought. Me and my girlfriend do that all the time. We used to think, you know, like, remember I put my Instagram story the other day? You got to use the bathroom? Yeah. We can pause it. We could take <laughs> an ad break. Let's go to an ad break real this quick. This is for uh, Liquid Death. Sorry. I think all right, we're back from Ronnie's pee break. Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, yeah, that was right. a, No, that was a sick Liquid Death uh, that, yeah. intermission. Do you like that ad that I totally paid they paid me to do yeah yeah dude yeah it's so sick yo I really do like their sparkling water I love liquid death that shit's dope yeah I do you know why I like it you know <laughs> why I like it, it like and I I okay and I th- I'm pretty sure the people who like run liquid death not to get sidetracked they're like <laughs> it's a joke like it's supposed to be funny yeah no it is supposed to and be and people funny. like Yo, I see people in the comments all the time when I send posts. It's fucking dumb. Why the fuck? It, who's making this stupid shit? It's just water. Why are you taking time out of your day to complain about fucking water? Water. Like, shut up. It is water. Like, it's I so like funny. drinking Liquid Death because there's a skull on the can. That's cool to me. I like that. And it look, dude, it just straight up looks. Motherfuckers like will like will, be, will be like, oh, Liquid Death is lame, and then we'll buy like a seventy five dollar like fucking anime sweater. <laughs> And wear that, like not saying anime is lame. It's also like blaze your own trail, but oh my God. I love liquid death. I have I, my favorite flavor is severed lime. I that's my favorite flavor. I don't give any time. My brother's like, what the hell? Canned water? What is wrong with you? I'm like, another reason why I like it. The main reason why I like it, which is another reason why it's designed like that, is because people that don't drink alcohol. It's tall boy style. Yeah, no, I know. Like when I go, I, I don't thought it was a beer the entire time. I thought I it was. Thought be- it was too. I thought it was a beer until like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, mean, I started drinking cool, Liquid dude. Death like a year ago. We were me and my girlfriend were in Cape Cod. There was no bottled water. Oh, that shit looked so fun. By the way, Cape Cod was an okay trip. 
that skate park that's there is dope. Yeah, that's, it did look. That's sick. in a high school. I don't know. It looked it looked cool though. It the was picture, fun. Yo, the picture. If anybody has seen the picture of Mike next to the gorilla at Cape Cod, yo, it's a hard flick. That mini golf course <laughs> was fire. Epic. Bro, that's great. That's a great image. Great image. Um, <laughs> wait, oh, yeah, hold on. Let's get. We're, we're getting, talking about like we're what getting, I was doing. Ever right? since we came back from your pee break, we got a little sidetracked. Um, <laughs> Something recent I've been working on. I yeah, don't know, the most recent was um, Skate John. Skate John, yeah, Johnny O'Connor. You've been Good. getting invited to a lot of like private shit. Yeah, you little bastard. I, I mean, I don't know, dude. Uh, it's not like none of them are like gatekeeping. They're just good friends of mine, man. Yeah. A lot of vert skaters you've been hanging out a with. A lot of vert skaters, dude. I love vert skating. It's like kind of a new passion this past year. Yeah. Uh, bulls are sick. Just helped out with a good nah, friend. Nah, bulls of ours. are fun. That's just scary to me. Yeah. I'm good a friend bitch. of ours just finished one in mm. an undisclosed location. Yeah. We Very fun. We cannot talk about yeah, that. Yeah. No. Very close friend of ours. Yeah. Just finished one. Shout out to this individual. DIY. Oh, you know who it is, dude. Yes. Um, what else? What was I talking Oh, yeah. Johnny invited a bunch of friends up. Mm. Uh, for like a little, little party. Uh, and skate. that's his private bowl. That's his bowl in his backyard. Oh, upstate. It's so about dope. an hour and a half. It looks Newburgh. cool. It looks very aesthetically pleasing. Oh, it's very well built. And and the coolest part about it is they added a little quarter in the back. It was like a little street feature because there's like a little box on the side and there's like oh. a tiny quarter in the uh, back corner. Mm-hmm. They poured it like within 48 hours of people showing up. That is dope. It was so sick. So a bunch of people showed out. Um, so yeah, what ended up happening? Like you were invited by Johnny. Johnny, invited you brought me. your camera. I mean, you always bring your camera. Yeah, I bring my camera. And there. was the guy from Skate John there? Yeah. So he was there. We were chatting it up because he was wearing an old Skate John hoodie, and I was like, "Well, that's sick." It was like sick Skate John hoodie. He was like, "Yeah, it's mine." Da da da. Yeah, I know it's your hoodie, you idiot. Name, You're wearing. My name is Marcus. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Super cool dude. Uh, just kept on filming the entire event. I have so much, dude. So what I shoot on is a HVX, uh, 200 to Panasonic camera mm-hmm. and they film on a, like essentially like solid state drives. They're called P2 drives. And the amount of data that gets pulled onto that uh-huh. is absurd from that event alone was 20 gigs of footage. That doesn't like, that doesn't sound like a lot to me. Because like, what we I film on it's capped on 720. I know that's what I'm saying though. But for for like a uh, older camera, that's a lot. It was capped on 720 gigs ain't shit to me. This <laughs> this this SD card that this Yo, is recording on is 32 filming. gigs alone. Sorry, I wasn't filming on a black magic pocket. Kid it out. I'm about to get a new camera. Oh man, I but, can't tell you what it is. Gatekeeping. Uh, kept filming, uh, and out of the blue mm. shows up. Uh, Max Palmer. And who is that for those who don't know? Because I wasn't sure. Max Palmer is a pro skater, owns his own brand, Limousine. Super sick brand, by the way. Shout out, Limousine. Uh, Max Palmer, just sick pro skater. Mm-hmm. Been in the scene for years now. Uh-huh. Um, He shows up. We get to chat, and uh, we're all like, we're all Was chatting. that the guy who was at the library recently? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 different dudes. Okay. Different dudes, but same click, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, like, city click. Super mm-hmm. dope, super dope humans though. All of them, super yeah. cool. Was not expecting that. Uh, different story, but get to chat and it's getting super late. It's like two in the morning. We're all by the fire. We're freezing. I'm like, all right, we're going to the motel because uh, there's a motel attached to the restaurant. 
which is also like the house. It's it's by like O'Connor's. It's like all in one area. Yeah, oh, so O'Connor the bowl area. is close to where that restaurant is. Yeah, because I remember you took it's me there after right my behind, snowboarding. It's right behind it. What? Yeah, it's up on the hill. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm leaving. I'm saying peace. Max Max Palmer is like, hey, dude, get in contact with Marcus. He's like, yo, put that video up somewhere. He's like, put it up on Skate Jump. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, go talk to him. So I go talk to Marcus, exchange some numbers, exchange some texts, and like two weeks later, it's up on the website. That's dope. And it was like, whoa, this is so cool. Yeah. So sick. And again, uh, for yourself, you know, that's a moment. That's that right there. And I'm what I'm going to say is like, I'm not saying this to at all degrade anything, right? Like, again, there's that happens for a lot of people, right? But the idea is something like that proves to yourself that what you're doing can amount to something. It could, could get you somewhere. It could. And that's why things like, like, you know, it's funny the building blocks that lead to a final thing. Is this something you're going to hang your hat on? Absolutely not. This no. is not your biggest moment. No, ever. not at all. Not but at all. this is a moment that serves more to to here up here in the mind yeah. than to the outside world. So that's another thing I think people need to start appreciating is like the the steps meeting people, obviously, but Totally. Uh it's the biggest thing, man. You could prove to yourself that you have a product that could take you somewhere. And you've already done that. Yeah. And you, you've done it time and time again. I mean, this year alone, you've expanded out to Oregon. Yeah. And even for Skate John, which is, uh, I'm not familiar with how big of a following they have. I know who they are, obviously, because yeah. I have a shirt that says Skate John. You know, there's a lot of stickers around our area that say Skate John. Like, I know who they are. Yeah. So when you told me that, I was like, oh, that's dope. This is going to be the segment to close it out. This is going to be the segment. Perfect. Oh, I forgot to add the whose pants are these segment. Let's do that first. Whose pants are these? Yeah. You're so asking people whose originally pants are these? the podcast was going to be named uh, the process. And then I made a poll on my Instagram and it became three t- contenders. The process with Mike Perillo, whose pants are these with Mike Perillo and dying to talk and dying to talk one. Oh, it just fits. So it fits. whose pants are these is going to be a segment now. So just very quickly, let's talk about the pants that you're wearing. Some car hearts I found at Goodwill for like fifteen bucks. Nice. They're like pretty spanking clean though. They are pretty fresh. They look like they've never been touched. Yeah. And it's you got weird. them at the Goodwill? I got them at Goodwill. I never find pants at the Goodwill. Billsgate. Are you serious? Oh, that's the spot. I'm wearing uh some Dickies eight seventy fours thirty eight twenty nine. Some Dickies and some new balances you got on. And that concludes whose pants are these. All right, closing this thing out. <laughs> Uh, Ronnie, if there's, let's just say there's somebody listening to this. I hope at least one person besides myself listens to this. Oh, I'm just on. kidding. Um, hey, yourself, there's people if there's somebody listen. that is in not your shoes, but similar shoes, a similar style yeah. of last resorts that you have on. No, yeah, I'm kidding. If there's somebody out there that wants to go after something creative, that they want to uh, pursue a career or not necessarily a career, but, um, maybe rev up the hobby that they, they want, right? Mm-hmm. What is something you'd like to say to that one person to inspire them or to let them know that what you're trying to do is not that fucking hard. You just got to try it. Yeah. Go. Expect failure. Yeah. Literally. Expect failure. 
expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. But don't let it get to you. It's like what you said with the 100 pages. It's like you're going to get something right at some point, and it's going to be so sick, and you're going to run with it. But don't let it get to you. When you're running with it, don't let it get to you. Literally, you are going to fail at some point. And you just can't put it down. You mm-hmm. can't. Whatever you're doing, no matter what, like in any creative space, it's a job. It's, I don't know. It's like, it could be anything. This is so broad. But like, take it. Take this to heart because like, you will fail. But don't let that shit get to you. Seriously. Because that's when you just, you tap out. If you're going to put it down, you're going to tap out at some point. Wow. You know, yeah. this is so broad, but like, yeah. I just hope somebody can understand. I'm trying to say it like super passionate because I'm serious. No, no There's yeah. been times where like, I just wanted to stop posting. And I mean, dude, I gave up on the numbers and the followers. Like, that just does not yeah, none matter. None of that matters. It's as long as I'm happy with what I'm putting out. Mm-hmm. As long as, like, I, d- I don't even care if I'm consistent. As long as I'm proud of what I did, I've like, in my eyes, I've peaked. Yeah. Like, like, that is my peak. That is my highlight of the month is if I know that this looks good in my eyes, who cares if people like people can perceive it however they want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm happy, I'm proud of it. Don't matter, dude. That was sick. And I know that was sick because I said it's uh, like I said, it's sick. You know? Yeah. That's all, dude. That's really it. Hell yeah. You know, um, I just remembered who said the thing about the hundred pages. Yeah. Who was it? It was me. I totally made it up. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> Nah, sometimes, like, I want to say, like, I come up with analogies a lot, but I'm afraid that people are going to think I'm a douchebag. So I'm like, I forgot who was telling me this. Anyway, but I remember it perfectly. It's nah, like, dude, it's good advice. Dude. Yeah, it's I do advice. that. I will do that every fucking time I you talk to somebody. You know what's crazy, too, about the 100 pages thing? You draw somebody on a bench 100 times, right? And Never the same. 101 is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But what if there's somebody that finds the 70th attempt? To be the more best one. interesting than the hundred and one that's the greatest part too yeah that's also a crazy highlight because that will happen in life mm-hmm. it's happened to mine yeah i swear to god i mean some th- of my think about work. artists think about artists that died and then their one particular thing stands out and now all of a sudden it's like whoa yeah it's like um art is so yeah, subjective it really man. is Art is so subjective. Life is so subjective. But you gotta stay positive. I can't stand that negative shit. Can't man. stand that negative bullshit. Yeah, I'll like nah. I'll talk my shit. I don't care. Nah, nah yeah. Nah, I mean, sometimes it's fun <laughs> just to be a dickhead, but that's not what the Some, goal of this sometimes. podcast is. You know. Nah, not at all. Cool. Nah, I want people to succeed, man. I want other people to listen to this and be like, hey, I can do it. Cause you really can, man. It's just you're going to fail at some point, and I'm telling you that shit right now. Yeah. I still haven't figured it out, and I know I'm going to fail, too, along the line. It's going to have It's going to bound. Like, it's bound to happen. You just can't let that shit get to you. You got to be passionate. You have to let that burning passion, like, stay lit. There was many logs on that shit, man. Make that fire burn, baby. You'll give up. You'll, you say you won't give up, you will give up mm-hmm. if you don't let that shit, like, keep going, you know? Very true. Very well said, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. That's going to close it out. We're going to go skate now. Yeah, we are going nice to warm skate. out. I'm so hyped. Uh, thank you. Seriously, I really look forward, especially you being one of the few childhood friends that I still am in close contact with. I appreciate how much you supported myself and Dying Industry Films, and I cannot wait to see what you do next. 
I, you know, I love you like a brother. Facts, Even you too, I, your family, I've known forever. They're they're the best, especially Isaiah, Fortnite go. <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, yeah, and good luck with everything, man. Let's close this son of a bitch out. Thanks. Let's just close it out with another liquid death ad. Go. Now let's go skate. <laughs>